Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the Body and Mind by Leon podcast. I just felt the urge on this Saturday afternoon just to have a little bit of a conversation about, about mindset. I'm known to be, you know, very, very resilient and have that very, very strong mindset. And I thought I would just touch on, a, on several things, short, sharp, and get straight to the point. Something that, you know, you can listen to this podcast in the duration of your time driving home from work or driving to work or, 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 a, or a moment in the morning that can actually, you know, maybe you might be able to educate yourself that you, you might be able to use these tools that I'm going to share with you today to be able to to enable you to just to to wake up on the right side of the bed. Now I've just been over in India and doing some some incredible work over there with the ICN India team and, and with Jay Acharya, a fabulous client and mate of mine. He has been for some time now, and and it was incredible. I opened over there. There was a lot of perspective that we all would have come home with. And it was just one of their moments in time in your life where you go, wow, when you do come home, you know, just when you think you, you, you don't have this or you don't have that, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a huge, you know, poverty line in India. There's a, there's a, there's a big, you know, stretch between wealth and poor and, 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 you know, we sort of got a, a, the best of both worlds over there and, and unfortunately, there was a lot more poverty than than um than when we've seen of the rich. Unfortunately, so obviously it depends where you are. But when you look at it as a whole, there's a, there's a lot of people out on the street. There's a lot of people with, you know, a lack of shoes, a lack of clothing, a lack a lack of clean water, just a, a lack of even nutritious food. And and perspective is one thing. Perspective is is one of the most incredible things in this world. I think that you know we all go through hard times and we all go through challenges and we all go through adversity and 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 you know we 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 learn from those situations and and, and we always find some perspective and we can always walk away and go well you know what I'm, I'm still here I'm still breathing and you can always hold on to some perspective but unfortunately most of the time we're only holding on to that for seconds or maybe hours or at worst case a few days or so i think perspective is one thing that we can all drown into our mind every day you know if we're waking up and we're we're breathing it's a damn good start to the day you know we get caught up in this big wide world of you know instagram and social media and following other people's lives that we feel uh, are having, you know, a little bit more luck or, you know, life seems to be going their way instead of your way. And luck is one thing in life I believe you definitely create. And, you know, and, and most of the time you'll see people at the top of the game or people doing well, they've probably had a hard run uh, that they were just able to maybe get the support required, be able to get themselves into situations where help is available, or they also might have just worked that little bit harder on their mindset. Today, I really want to chat about, you know, how can you wake up on the right side of the bed consistently? You know, it, obviously me, I'm really big on a mindset. I'm really big on psychology, the way that we think and view the world. It's, it's, it's one topic I'm just ultra passionate about. Reason being, look, I've been in the mental health world now for nearly a decade I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. I've walked beside suicidal people. I've been told what they need. I've been told what they haven't got. I've been told what they are doing, what they have done, what they haven't done. I've ha- I've, 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 I've heard most stories, again, the good, the bad, the ugly. And I just thought today I would share, just share what I feel, you know, just may be able to, to help people, you know, just manage their day a little bit better. 
we are in a world at the moment of, you know, the stress levels are through the roof, anxiety levels are through the roof. It's almost like we're, you know, we're, we're asked to do so much and, and we're asked to do everything so fast. And and there is a time in life where sometimes we, we need to try to slow down and not let life dictate our life because that's kind of what's happening at the moment. We're all kind of jumping on this train of life and the train's going pretty fast and we're trying to go with it. And that's creating this anxiety. It's creating this overwhelmness. It's creating this on edge and it's creating crazy moods and it creates anger and it creates hate. It creates envy. And it's a situation that we're all becoming people we don't want to become. So how do we change this is the million dollar question. How can we become better people? How can we, you know, run our own race? And I I think if I use a a great example from, from rugby league, I'll talk about even though I'm a blues man and um, congratulations to uh, the Queensland team during Wednesday, whether you're a whether you're a blues man or not, you've got to sit back and admire the strength and courage and the psychology of the mindset of these Queenslanders to uh, to turn, you know, what what they what everyone described as uh, the worst team, you know, <laughs> in state of origin history, which is I guess that's just the media, you know, hyping it up and having their two bob, but every single player felt differently to that. The 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 coaching staff felt differently to that. They knew they had a team that could win that state of origin. The difference was their belief system. They believed it so bad and they went out and they wanted it so bad. They just wanted it more. The Blues could have put any team they could have brought any team together. They could have had, you know, 13 Andrew Johnsons on there and they probably still wouldn't have won for the sheer fact of the, uh, the, the, the mindset and the psychology and the will to want to work so hard for each other and themselves was so great. That's what got them over the line. Now, Cameron Smith, you use it, I use him as an example of a, probably one of the greatest um, you know, hookers to ever play the game. Uh, if you don't know rugby league very well, uh, in, in a nutshell, all it is is a... Uh, He's he's a hooker that he gets his hands on the ball more often than not, and he, he he tends to play the game at his pace. He tends to slow the game down when he wants. He speeds it up when he wants. He's in total control of the whole game. He's in total control of his mindset. Now you also can be in total control of your mindset. You've got to jump off this wagon. You've got to jump off this train that life is throwing us on right now. And you need to run your own race, so to speak. Now, this is one thing that I've been um, working on myself for the last four years now to go, you know what? Yes, I have a lot to do. And yes, I'm busy. And I have my hands in a lot of pies, but I know how to do it at my will. I'm not going to let, you know, the morning or this world's morning dictate me and dictate how I'm going to go about my day. I'm very cruisy in everything I do, but in that way, I actually get more productive work done because I'm not stressed. I'm not anxious. I'm not overwhelmed. Yes, I'm in here on a Saturday afternoon working sometimes to overcome uh, overwhelmness. Sometimes you need to put extra hours in. Sometimes you need to work a little bit harder. And sometimes that's the only way to overcome overwhelmness. Sometimes there's no real, you know, specific science or tricks or traits. You, you, we sometimes we just have to stand up and do a little bit more than we'd like to do so we can get on top of things. Because I've been in India, I'm in here trying to manage myself to get on top of things. So when I come into Monday morning, I'm free of, uh, I've got nothing to really, you know, that's going to put me behind. So I've, I've been on top of everything the last few days while I've been traveling for a couple of days. It took a little while to get home, a couple of days. 
But the point being is that, you know, there's going to be times in life where we have a lot. We open our computer and there's emails. They're, they're nonstop. They just keep coming through. And you, you've just got to stop, take a breath, and just get on to the next email. And when you've done that one, you just get on to the next one. Break it down. Don't look at, you know, the 50 emails and go, oh my God, where do I start? I don't know. There's so many here. And then we can get on edge. Sometimes you just got to go, all right, well, I'm just going to focus on doing, you know, six emails an hour and just break it down. And then the next hour, we'll do another six. And before you know it, in your eight-hour day, you've got all your emails back plus your other work. And sometimes you might need to come into work an hour earlier or an hour later. But that's just a, just a small topic on overwhelmness. But one thing I, I have observed lately, doing a lot of psychology with people, and, and I've been trying to get to a, a big reason why, you know, why a lot of people can't quite move forward. And look, we all have stories and, and everyone has, has a journey in front of them that, that definitely is a little bit more challenging than the next person. And, I, and I'm the first to um, acknowledge that and understand that. I think it's important in my role that I do understand that. I had a conversation this week with a, with a fine young gentleman, and it was about this topic that he had seen all the psychologists, he'd seen all the counsellors, he, he had been in rehab, he, he stuck on the alcohol wagon, he's had a history of, you know, drug abuse, and uh, just a, a lovely, really lovely gentleman, and, and in the conversation, in a nutshell, was the conclusion was he tried everything, and he's still in the same position, you know, nine years later, if not worse, and so we have a look at that, and we were trying to analyse why was that the case. Now, in these human beings, we have this inner ego. Not our inner ego is if you know I'm the greatest soccer player or football player. It's it's our it's what we it's it's our own personal thoughts about ourselves and and what we feel about ourselves and what we've been kind of trained within ourselves over the, our lifetime of who we think we are. So so you I can advise someone. All right, so you we need to get into some gratitude, and they're like, oh, I've done that, but it didn't work. Okay, well, how long did you do it for? Well, you know, I, I did it for like, you know, a couple of days and I just didn't see any change. Well, you don't go to the gym for three days and see change. You don't diet for three days and see change in your body at all as well. So what, one thing I'll, I'll tell these people that uh, the other thing we notice is in a conversation, you know, if I was to ask him to do something, one thing I was speculating with him, I said, buddy, what we need to do is when you come to me, I'm, I'm straight down the line. I'm pretty tough. I'm pretty brutal in my own little way in a very, very kind, empathetic way. But I'm here to get results. I'm here to get people where they need to be. I'm not here to listen to the story that they've been telling for the last 10 years. Yes, I like to hear the story, but we're going to move forward from that so we don't live in this story. Now, the inner ego of, of most human beings, pretty much all of us, and I can put my hand up as well in business, I've had it, whereas someone will advise something that's more superior or more experienced to me, and I'll go, but I, and I'll justify why I can't do that. So if, if I said to a young man, look, buddy, we need to start doing gratitude because of X, Y, Z, oh, yeah, I know, but dude, you don't butt me. This is what we need to do to start the process. Yeah, I know, but I've, I've done that and you know, I didn't like it. I didn't like writing down. I said, hang on, buddy, you're the one that's suicidal. You don't get a say here, if that makes sense. So so his old way or her old way, whoever I'm talking to, they, they automatically resolve back to what they used to do. Now, the amount of times I've helped people with diets and, they, and the common denominator is I've tried everything and it hasn't worked. Well, 
you haven't tried everything because you're still here. And, and obviously they're coming to myself. What I try to get into these people is with the diet alone, what they, the road they're sort of going down there, we set the plan, we set the nutrition plan in place and they'll go, oh yeah, but I, I can't do that, you know, because of X, Y, Z. I said, what do you mean? Well, I, I, I'm used to doing this. Yeah, I know, but hang on, you're the one that's overweight and you're doing something. Why are you reverting back to that? Or I put someone on, you know, a lady on 1,500 calories and, and she's used to eating 1,800 calories and the first two weeks she goes back to her 800 calories. And I'm like, why did you go back to 800 calories? Oh, because I'm, I'm used to that. I said, yeah, but that's why we have the problem. That's why I'm putting you on more food. And they'll justify why they want to go back. And it's just an automatic default because their inner ego, it's almost like they're subconsciously wired to go back to what they used to do, even though it didn't work. So sometimes you'll find anyone out there that's coaching, psychology, counseling, helping people, friends, mates, whatever it is, that the biggest thing is we need to understand that people need to be ready to change and they need to be ready to accept whoever they're working with that, you know what, what you say is what they're going to do. Now, most of the clients that get the, the ultimate best results are the ones that actually adhere to the exact plan. It's not easy to adhere to an exact plan when you're trying to change your old ways. But it does take, you know, between, you know, 30, 60 days plus to change our behaviors. So, so saying that, you know, it's always going to, you know, take a couple of months before I can actually even move a couple of steps forward with any individual because we need to train those neural pathways in our mind. They're, they're, those neural pathways are what are defining us because we've trained those neural pathways to have the same thoughts over and over and over again. That is why the next day when they wake up, they've got the same thoughts over and over again. All they have done is, is created that same story, the same ideas, the same thoughts in their minds. Now, the million-dollar question is, can you change that? Absolutely. You know, can you train a stallion? Of course you can train a stallion. Can you train a dog? Yes, it doesn't matter how old the dog, you can still teach it new tricks, but just the older it is, the harder it is to learn because they need to rewire their old habits. So the older an individual is, look, sometimes it can be more difficult because there could be years and decades of trauma that we need to turn around. So uh, obviously me working with people, I need to be patient. I need to understand that uh, things are going to take a little bit of time. And in that process is when you're working with people or, or, or you've got friends that are going through hard times, sometimes you need to be patient. Sometimes you, you need to support these people and understand that they are going to falter. And, and it's just because of the way that they've rewired their mind. It's like wiring an electronic circuit board. Uh, that was my background. You know, it's all wired in a certain way. If you rewire it the other way, it's, it's not, it's not going to work effectively. It's going to do everything wrong. So it needs to be rewired in the right neural pathways. And our mind is the same thing. We need to get it head into the right direction, which is going to serve us. So you can rewire your mind. Science says this, and as fact of reality is, there's probably many people in this planet or many people listening to this podcast that have been through hardship, been through challenges that are in an incredible frame of mind simply because they change their ways, their behaviors, their thought patterns from those neural pathways. So I want to give people the faith and belief and hope that you can change it. You, you, may, you may be in that darkness now. And, and the biggest thing that I find with myself, guys, is I need to I need to give that faith. I need to install that faith in the people. I need to let that individual know that you can change this and I need you to believe it. If you don't believe it, you won't get the result you're after. Back to the Queensland State of Origin team. Their belief was just so great that it doesn't matter what anyone said. The, the belief within the team was, we're going to do this and there, there is no second 
second prize here. We are going to win or, or, or best case scenario. You know what? They're just going to give it 100% effort and you can't do much more than that. Human beings, guys, are the same thing. We can change these neural pathways, but you must believe it. And, and you've got to adhere to the plan. You've got to understand that, you know, you might go one step forward, you might go three back, but you went one step forward, which means you can go another one step forward. You might go another three steps back, but that's okay. If you've gone one step forward, that means you can go another one step forward. So if you were to sit there and build a brick wall, you can put brick by brick by brick. If you look at that brick wall in about two hours later or two days later or three days later, it doesn't look much better than it did when it first started because it takes brick by brick by brick. But if you if you, if you you come back in two months and look at that brick wall, it's probably going to be up. So that's our mindset. All we are doing is building one new neural pathway direction per day, another one per day, another one the next day and so on, etc. This is where the patients come into. This is where people say, oh, gratitude, it, it, it doesn't work for me. No, it does work for everyone. It does work for every single person. Now, the only simple reason of doing gratitude, why do we need to do gratitude? Because again, it's changing the way we think. It's, it's making us, allowing us to wake up in the morning and, and, and our minds go looking for the greatness. It keeps looking for the things that we're grateful for. But in the moment, currently, most people have trained their mind to basically be default, which is default is probably what they went to bed with, you know, many things on their mind, anxiety, depression, uh, depressed mindset, you know, worries at work, overwhelmness, fights with a partner, um, whatever, eager, egotisticness, whatever it might be, envy, all these things here are the absolute devil uh, to a mindset. So what the gratitude will do for us, practicing gratitude, just writing down not thinking about it, actually physically writing down, you know, three to five things that you are grateful for every single day. No, you won't see a change in a week and you probably won't see a change in a month. But again, remember, it's like training your dog. You know, you don't, you, he doesn't learn to sit more often than not after day one, two, three. But after six months of doing, you know, the, the same old, same old, same old, you just train them. That becomes familiar. That's then what they know. When you do gratitude, your mind starts searching for the absolute goodness every single day. And that's the difference. So when you wake up, your neural pathways now, they go, where's this, where, where's this greatness? Where's this sunset? Where's this, where, where's this moon? Where's the stars? Where, where's that guitar I play in the morning? Where's those grateful songs, calming, soothing songs? Where's that, when's he gonna do this? Or when's she gonna do this meditation? Because I love this stuff. It keeps me present, keeps me in the moment. All these great things, your mind starts looking for that as opposed to when you don't do it, you just wake up in the morning and your body and your mind just continues on from where it left off the night before. So so that, that obviously that's the gratitude there and, and med meditation something I speak about a lot. People talk about, you know, ice baths and cold baths but in Queensland at the moment. It's absolutely freezing cold. So I don't think that's going to be relevant to a lot of people. They being in cold water does have a way of calming us down, getting blood flow and really having this um, soothing relaxation to, a to our body and mind. That's, uh, that's an absolute given breath work also. But I think... Um, I want to be realistic here as well. Not everyone's going to uh, want, to, want to have a nice cold shower and whatnot at the moment. I'm a lunatic that actually doesn't mind sitting in my pool in the evening when it's freezing cold just for a few minutes. It does make me really relaxed and it does calm. It does give me this, this feeling of uh, presentness, relaxation. I slow my breathing down and it does calm me down. Um, I'm a pretty highly strung guy, but I'm pretty relaxed at the same time. I'm highly strung because I'm, I'm, I'm very energized and I'm very excited 
uh, very excited about life. I'm excited about what I do, but I haven't always been this way, nor was I born this way. I think people just think, oh, Leon's just full of energy. It's not the case. It is so not the case. If you had known me 10, 15 years ago, you probably wouldn't even have a conversation with me because I would have been that anxious. Now I don't shut up simply because, you know, I've worked so hard on the last five years, especially to get my mind into a position where, you know, it's it's going to be pretty hard to knock me down. And when life hits me, and life will hit me with curveballs, it happens to every single person. It's the turnaround time, which is where, how you know is how you're actually doing. If you're going through, you have a bad week or a bad day, and it takes you a week or two or three, or, or you actually even don't get over it. Now, when now now obviously we, we know we've got a work in progress, but you know now if it's a if it's a tough, challenging day and and something affects me, it's usually the turnaround is probably you know it's about half a day. Half a day it will actually bother me, and then I've turned it around pretty quick. And that's when you know that mindset's getting in a real great place because the the, the troublesome and the challenging times are always going to come. So what do I do? Let's just get on to simply what I do in the morning to wake up to get myself in an incredible frame of mind. Now you don't have to do what I do, you do what you do because we all have different loves and different hobbies and different goals and, and different beliefs. Uh, so, But what it is, it's finding a little pattern that, that works for you that you consistently do every single day. And consistency is a pretty boring word for most people. Discipline, discipline is another boring word for people. The fact of reality is uh, it's, it's a key word and it's probably one of the, the, the top words in this world that most people lack and discipline because discipline has pain discipline it hurts the reason why we some people can't stick to their diet is because they, they're not disciplined with their nutrition because they give in when the going gets tough but then you don't get to build those resilient building blocks in our mind discipline's an opportunity for us it's an opportunity to go no i'm going to resist this and there's one point to you no point to uh the non the, the non-discipline so every time that you overcome a little challenging moment and you didn't break and you didn't give in that's when you that's when you win that's how you build resilience you have to knock it back and excuse me you have to knock these little things back so so when you think of discipline think of it more you know when you discipline to a goal and you're just about to break think about hang on you've just been you, the world god whoever you want to say whatever your beliefs are the, they have you have just been thrown an opportunity to make yourself better and to make yourself better every single time that you resist something that's giving you temptation Obviously, the more disciplined you come in those situations, you get another point. And that's how we work. And that's it's, it's like me if I'm dieting for a show. Of course, I'm hungry. Of course, I'm tired. Of course, I want to break. Of course, I want to give in sometimes. But I want to keep my discipline so strong. And if I can fight those little crazy emotions that I'm temp temporarily having and feeling, I can overcome that. And obviously, I become more disciplined. So the, the, the ratio of discipline, if you put it on a scale, I like to put it on a scale of, you know, one to 5,000. And, and every time I, I, I overcome something or, or, or I resist something that was temptation, there was some temptation in front of me, I get another point. And every time I get another point, that leads to the, the top of my discipline scale. It sounds weird, it sounds strange, but I kind of grade myself. So every time I do something that I don't give in with and, and I hang in there, it's like I get a point. And every time you don't hang in there, you lose a point. And you realize why people aren't resilient is because, you know, they're, they're in that one in a thousand, they're still stuck at five because they keep breaking their diet or they keep breaking whatever goals they're trying to strive for or they stop doing their gratitude. So they lost a the point. They're like, oh, I'm wake up, I'm tired. I'd, I just don't want to go to work today. I just, I'm just going to call in sick. Well, you just lost an opportunity to push through a challenging time to build your discipline and build your resilience. Does that hope that kind of makes sense? So more, upon wakening, 
me, I always come, I wake up, I have a shower, I brush my teeth and I grab my keys, I grab my computer and I come straight into my gym. Uh, the gym that I own, I come in here at 5 p.m., 5 a.m. I'll simply go straight to the music. I go straight to the music. I'll put on some nice, calming, soothing music that I want to listen to, not what anyone else wants to listen to. Sometimes it's very important that we play our game and we do what makes ourselves feel good, not just play some music with someone else. I don't want to hear hard rock and roll at, you know, 5 a.m. The boys come in the train and they're like, what are you listening to? You know, they want to get all hyped up at, you know, 5.40 when we train. But I'm not ready yet. I'm trying in the zone. I'm trying. I'm, I'm actually meditating. I'm being present. I'm being in the moment. I'm, I'm just thinking about nothing but this specific moment. Meditation is very hard for people that have never done it before. And I don't advise people to, if you want to learn to meditate and, and you've got a lot of thoughts in your head, sitting quietly by yourself sometimes doesn't work because if you sit quietly by yourself, you may just start overthinking. So a starting point is just playing some nice music and and that can get you in, in, a, in a nice mood. And that, as you start improving, getting better, sometimes some people like silence. Some people like to play music. For me, meditation is anything. It's anything that brings you into the moment now, the present moment. That's, that's all it simply means in a nutshell. You have to sit there like a monk and there's nothing wrong. About they're, they're, they're the masters of, of meditation. Obviously, that's what they do. That's why a lot of them are very, very calm, chilled and relaxed. So meditation is, is one of the things I do in the morning usually for around 15 minutes and it all for me my meditation is music i've never liked silence i don't like silence i walk into my house at home my wife can sit there what reading a book in pure silence i need to turn music on i just need because that's the endorphins that i get um, training for a lot of people is is when people talk about you know mindset psychology. People will say, yeah, but I'm training, but I'm still not in that great frame of mind. And I tell people, there's you know think of um, ten things. It's like we 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 don't just want to train or eat a little bit better and then wonder why we don't have a strong mindset. Because the, the the thing is that I tell people we need everything. We need meditation. We need ice baths. We need breath work. We need exercise. We need walking. We need training. We need to change our nutrition. We need to drink less uh take less drugs if someone is down that road and um, all these things here they need to be all put together and that is probably my take-home point of view guys you, you don't just go oh i go to the gym it's good i get my endorphins but they run out very 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 quickly and they do start the day magically and end the day magically for a lot of people or you feel great after training but you might have walked down the gym with a bad mindset it wasn't until you started training where you got that endorphins but they they run out they're not going to keep you going or day you need to put everything together it's like the alphabet you can't just drop out m it just doesn't flow the way that it should do what we want to do with our mindset we need to put everything together we need to do things in life that put a smile on our face things that make us happy i love my surfing i've been surfing out this morning it was just delicious out there it was so great I love my soccer. I, I'm obsessed with soccer. I play indoor soccer on Thursdays. You know, I love my training. I should say I like my training. Um, been training for 30 years. It's an end to a means. I enjoy it. And sometimes I would prefer to be playing soccer or playing or surfing. But for you guys, it's, it's all about doing things that put a smile on your face, not doing the things that society wants us to do. And, and most of the time, a lot of people can't think about what they enjoy doing because they're in such a trained frame of mind where they just do the same boring thing every day, get up, go to work, go home, sleep, repeat, eat. And, and that's kind of how it is in a different order. And, and, and that's, if that was my life, I'd be pretty bored too and pretty miserable. We, we, we need to break the ice. I know it's busy. We all got lots on. But, you know, 
I always say, look, if Arnold Schwarzenegger can get in shape and do bodybuilding shows and be as, as popular and famous as he is, we all can do that. There's no excuses. I think he's a lot busier than, than the average person listening to this podcast. And look, I, I do take my hat off to the, the young mums out there that are obviously, you know, really finding it tough and, and it's hard to get to the gym. They've got young babies. I think you guys are, you know, you ladies are the ones that I really do you know, j- just throw an extra bouquet to for the shift factor. That's it's it's pretty challenging, and, and but most just manage to find a way. Um, you see, you're better than us guys at, at certain things at managing to find a way when it comes to the kids. You are exceptional. So, so a big shout out to all you ladies out there that are maybe you single mums that are that are really finding it challenging at the moment. Um, you know, battling young ones and wanting to get your health and fitness goals. And sometimes, you know, it means well in the in the short interim, you might have to get some some gym equipment at home the bare basics and do do a bit of exercise at home or maybe it's just walking the kids maybe it's down the park uh, kicking the ball some activities and maybe in the meantime it's not all about the gym it's about you know just changing your health and fitness goals and your lifestyle and your, and and what you used to do maybe just tune up your food a little bit better so sometimes we've got to make do with what we got but for the average person you know that this isn't about going to the gym it's not about just eating better it's about exercise it's about moving um you don't have to you know lift weights if it's not for you don't do it if you like to run go run if you want to play tennis go play tennis if you want to swim please swim do what makes you happy and that you're going to get results from that don't just go oh god better go to the gym because that's where you know buffed up people go well if you don't enjoy it you're not going to stick to it um me, me playing soccer you know play soccer you know burn a few calories you're going to keep in shape and so I'm just doing what I want to do. I'm not doing what anyone's telling me to do. So really find things that that rock your boat, guys. Things that you just go, man, oh God, I just, I just love doing this. I can't wait. I'm excited to do it. And again, if you can't think of anything at the moment, Sometimes what you need to do is practicing that gratitude every single day, practicing, you know, meditation, being sitting with yourself. And look, it only takes five minutes. You know, you can extend on that time, you know, as you go on. But it's like everything. You must commit. You must commit to meditation. You must commit to gratitude. You must commit to exercise. You must commit to drinking less alcohol. You must commit to eating better. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, but you've got to change all these little behaviors. But you need to do them every single day over and over again. That is how you build a great mindset. You know, you can't go to the gym, you know, sparingly and go once or twice a week and and wonder six months down the track why you don't look like the way you've envisioned in your mind. It doesn't work that way. There are are moments where in life, you know what, if you want something, it's it's like back to the Queensland State of Origin team, you gotta be willing to work for it. Not a lot of people, a lot of people in this world, we want, want, want. But we want this instant gratification. I want this now. We need to drop that. We need to understand and learn patience in this world. Because if you haven't got patience in this world, mate, you are stuck on that train and it's driving you to an area where you don't want to go and it's going to make you miserable. Get off that train. Run your own race. Play your own game. And I'm telling you, that's when the life starts smiling. Just just one note, just a, a, something that just occurred to me as well. I've been working with a lot of youth and, and, and something occurred to me, whereas you know, kids at school, they, they feel that or they've been... Um, brainwashed to understand that that this is the best years of their life and and this can actually make kids overwhelmed anxious or they're thinking well hang on this is the best years of my life and school sucks i hate it i'm anxious i can't get through my grades i don't have many friends there's bullying going on it's a horrible time of their life to be very honest you know but but we were told to say it is the, the best years of our life it's so incorrect look the best years of your life is when you start doing what you want to do and you start running your own path yeah look hey 
kids out there, we all got to go to school. We've all done it. We've all been there. Whether you get to year 10 or 12, there's just things in life also that we have to do. And sometimes we just have to hang in there. But then when we get past that, all, all, all these things end, all these troubled times do end and, and, and the great things do come around the corner. But it's not, your, your life will start when you start doing what you want to do. You start being who you want to be and you start hanging around who you want to hang around. And, and all of a sudden, that's when life starts, you know, the, the puzzles of life, the little pieces of the puzzle start falling together and it's really it's really about creating your own life we all have the opportunity to do that uh, every single one of us and sometimes it's it's not as easy for some people they're in situations where you know, it's a little bit more challenging it could be financial situations and i respect and i honor that and i and i appreciate some people have got it a little bit harder than others i'm the first to understand that and god bless you guys that are in that situation sometimes there's things that you know we can't change at the moment um, financial situations living with a, a partner that's that things aren't maybe as rosy as I like to be kids are you know finding life trouble ch- challenging and, and, and we're, str- we're struggling ourselves to be get a hold of that sometimes there's a lot of things we can't control but what we can do is sometimes we can do the little things right and the little things right back to our gratitude back to our meditation back to playing some music picking up an instrument doing a bit of sport doing a bit of us time because at the end of the day you know don't be that person that says oh i'm used to giving you know all my time to everyone i'm i always help everyone else and i leave myself short that's a cop out because what that means is all you're saying is that it's easier to help someone else than help yourself and, and we all know that is correct invest into yourself and you have more to give back to everyone else you know I'm going to finish on that note. So always be that person that invests into yourself. You need to. It's like if the plane's going down, you know, you, you can't help your neighbor. You can't help the person sitting next to you until you put your oxygen mask on first. So in life, guys, you've got to put your own oxygen mask on first to be able to be a better version of yourself to give back to others. And when you do that, when you grow within yourself, you become a better person. You you bring better energy and, and a better kindness and more gratitude and a better smile and a better physiology, the way we walk, the way we talk it's physio our physiology our body language it all changes and improves it becomes greater and that's when we become um, a, a better person and that's when the environment around us can actually improve well there we have it there's just a uh, gosh you know I, I could go on this for an hour and a half but i promise i'd be able to keep it on the on the, on the driving length home maybe it's a half an hour so it might be to driving to and driving home from work if you're on the sunshine coast because everything seems to be within a 5k radius from our from our home which is god bless us that are here guys thank you so much for tuning in to the body and mind podcast is um it's great to be talking to you guys and I want you, uh, hopefully you can take all this information on board, listen to it twice, listen to it three times, share with your friends. I, I, I'm passionate, I have this dying passion just to get people into this incredible frame of mind that that, that myself has has really worked hard to get into and anything I say, it works. How do I know? Because it's proof in the pudding. Just a shout out to, um, coming very, very soon, The uh, I have a, it's how you think, a copy of my book. I actually have the, the documentary is coming out very, 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 very shortly. There is an abundance of mindset in there as well which um you know for every person out there um that, that doesn't want to read a book or listen to a podcast well here we go we can watch a 90 minute movie on on how to overcome challenges how to move through life's adversities and how to keep um keep moving forward during challenges guys all have an absolutely wonderful day